Okay, uh, let's see. So here's me, Becky Kerminga, Houston. I've been with the company for about three years now. Started off, actually when I started in investing um, was about three and a half years ago. And uh, I'd been in education all my life before that. And it was time for a change. And so I was just kind of surfing the internet about what else might I want to do. And um, found one of those things for a free real estate seminar. So I went to that, which lasted a couple hours. And then I paid them a couple hundred bucks to go to their three-day seminar. At the three-day, I said, uh, no to their 20 plus thousand dollar coaching programs, um, but it was enough to make me think I can do this. So I just started going to to uh, meetups and networking events. And that's when I met Steve. That was right when the company had just started to move to Houston. And then I started doing demos at events. And then I started doing other things for the company. And so now I'm an executive with the company full-time. I do work with customer service, marketing, uh, just about everything. Um, a couple other things real quick I wanna make sure you're aware of. If you've done any deals with us or when you do, we'd love to hear your story. And in fact, um, I think we're having a contest where with a uh, cash or or a credit towards your service prize. So keep that in mind. Um, also, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 credit towards your subscription if your friend signs up with Real Estate IQ. So just keep those in mind. Um, also, I'm sure you're all getting our off-market leads. I'm guessing you all have the deal analysis suite. Um, if you don't have the premium deal analysis suite, just wanna make sure you know what it is. That means these lists that have the asterisks by them come with the skip tracing already done. So on the list, if you scroll to the right, you get email addresses and phone numbers for the owners, as well as oftentimes a relative and their contact information as well. So just something to keep in mind if you're if your strategy changes and you want to start calling, texting, emailing people you might consider that. Um, if you are wanting to call, text, or email and you're not ready to upgrade yet, we do have our on-demand skip tracing and you can do five addresses for five bucks or up to 75 addresses for 25 bucks and get the contact information that way. So if you're just starting off and you're gonna be making those calls yourself or whatever, that's a really um, economical way to do that. Um, here are our sponsors. So if you're not familiar with them, Quest Trust has self-directed IRAs. So uh, you can put your money in there instead of a traditional IRA and invest it yourself in real estate. We have three hard money lenders. And I know that they all do not only hard money, but they also will do um, permanent loans. I know ILS has one where they, uh, you can get one loan and they automatically convert it. So it's like hard money at the beginning while you're doing the rehab. And then if you're gonna keep it and rent it out, you can automatically convert it for you. And I know Blink Lending can do that, can, those conversions as well. Bay Mountain Capital 
real property management legend. I believe they're in Dallas. Uh, there's also a real property management avatus in Houston. Um, so they're good if you want to stop taking calls from tenants. They have action coach, business coaching, and note school if you want to learn about investing in notes. So the information for all those people is in the chat. Okay, before we dive into the tool, I want to make sure you're all aware and have joined our community. So if you go to our regular realestateiq.co website, up here at the top, click on community and then join. So right here, it'll, it should say sign in or sign up. So depending on how you started, you're probably already in if you sign up with the username that you picked when you first subscribed to our service, that should let you in. If not, you can sign up there. And we have, um, so there's basic feed like Facebook. And then if you go under community to groups, we have some groups focused on different interests and different areas. Um, everybody else, we have like here's a DFW REI club. That's uh, specific to certain other clubs that join our community. Um, real estate investing hot trends. That's Steve, one of our company founders, does that one. We have a deal finders lounge for each metro area. So there's an Austin, a San Antonio, a Houston one. Here's my women in real estate. So I'd encourage you to sign up, join those groups. These are new, so we're kind of just getting them started, but pretty soon I think they're gonna grow and it'll be a place where people can actively do deals and get help with whatever, whatever you need, get information. Under our marketplace, you can find services you need if you're looking for a mentor if you're looking for funding for a deal if you're looking for something else like title company insurance contractors those kind of things are here and passive invested investing in notes is there and then you've probably already been to our events page if not go there and check out our upcoming events okay so they did get houston updating again so 352 properties in the last hour. Since the majority of you are in DFW, a couple Austin, I'm gonna go ahead and go to DFW. So I don't know as much about this area, so you can help me out. So it looks like this has updated. So we'll look for your property, Lianne. All right, so let's start with MLS Deal Finder. So we have this first page, the quick search, you can use for a 20% discount, you know, so this is made to be just go to it quick. I'm going to go to the new search. And so here the status type, I only want to see active. If you want to see option pending, you can, you can allow that as well. Here I can select any city, county, zip code, whatever I want, and as many as I want. So you can pick more than one, you can select all and take some of them off, whatever you wanna do, and then just click away. And then property subtypes. So these are what, these are different. So in Houston, for example, we can only see, there's two, there's condo and townhouse are together, single family. We don't have a half duplex in Houston. 
So these vary by metro area. So if I want to look for just single family, I can check that. If I also want to have a duplex, you know, you can check whatever it is you're looking for. Price range here, I don't usually worry about a minimum, but if you don't want something that's really bad, you might want to, you know, start that at 50,000 or 80, whatever. Maximum price range, whatever you're looking for. I'm going to say 250,000. That's kind of a common safer range, especially if you're new, you want to start with those lower end ones because they have a lot more buyers. The risk of a higher end house is that you could end up sitting, it could end up sitting on the market a longer amount of time. Last updated. So it defaults to the last two weeks. But you can use this if you want to see just, you know, what's new overnight, last seven days, last 30 days. You can set a custom range if you only want to search for properties that have been on the market for a while. You can set it back a few months. I'm going to go to last one year because that's going to pick up all active properties on the market right now. And then here is the deal type. So you know the rule of thumb is 70% minus repairs. So I like to set my minimum discount at 30. That doesn't leave room for repairs, but you also can make an offer for less than what's there. So you can adjust it, of course, to whatever your criteria are. I also take this max down, and you can either use the sliders or you can type it in. I'm going to take the max down a little bit, and the reason I do that is because sometimes the agent will enter a property as for sale for $1,200. So it's supposed to be a lease, but it comes up as a sale. So then it comes up as a 98% discount. So taking this max down is going to get rid of those. And then the rental index, which is the percent of the purchase price you can get in your monthly rent. So the rule of thumb in general is you want at least 1%. So I would set this to 1.0 if I'm looking for a rental property or set it higher. Um, so I know hard money lenders, for example, will loan up to 1.25 mostly. And so if that's the case, you would have to either make up the difference with your own money or just search for a higher rental index. This search is an and. So if I put a rental index here, it will only bring up the properties that meet both criteria. So if I'm looking for just a flip, I'm not going to put anything in the rental index. So right here where it says save as automated search, here's how you make sure you get email notifications whenever a new property hits the market. So you will definitely want to get your criteria here and save it. And you can have several saved searches. So it makes you name them. So you could say, this is my search for Dallas County, or this is my search for Austin, or whatever you want. So you can name it, hit save, then you're going to get those emails whenever the new property comes on the market or has a price change that puts it into uh, where it meets your criteria. So I'd encourage you to do that. And then you can always go here to my searches. Oh, 
I don't have any saved in Dallas. <laughs> All my searches are saved in Houston. So that's why there's nothing here. So I'm going to go back. I may have lost it. Oh, it saved it. Good. So then I'm just going to go search. Now here's a new feature on this page is you can download all of these search results into a spreadsheet. Right here, if I click here on map, it's going to open up the map for me. So if I want to kind of click around a certain part of town, that's how I can do that. So this property number one right here corresponds to this number one right here. So I can can get the location from the map. So this one's coming up listed at 84.9, comping at 145.9. So I'll talk more about where this came from in a little bit, but it does the numbers for you. Now, obviously this one's not gonna be, this one's gonna take a little more work it looks like. So I can go here to details and see all the MLS information about it and the comments, which are often helpful with uh, you know, get, letting you know about the condition. So house sits on more than one third of acre on a corner lot on Main Street of Growing Farmersville. And it's directly behind the elementary. So house is in rough condition, will require teardown. Okay, so there I know right there, if I don't wanna do a teardown in a new build, I'm not gonna waste any more time. I'm gonna go check out this property. This one says it's 64.9 pumping at 102, which seems kind of low for anything. Uh, so I can go details again, check it out. There aren't any remarks. Built in 1956, 1,049 square feet, two bedroom, one bath. And here's the agent's name and phone number. So if I wanted to make an offer on this property, I could go directly to that agent. Sometimes they give you a break on the price if, they're, if they don't have to share their commission with somebody else. Um, and then I go here to photos and see all the pictures. Well, I know there's at least one picture because it's coming up. I um, just wanna show you right here a grid. I, if I want to you know, see a bunch of them with the pictures bigger, or I can go to photos and see the picture is really big. And the cool thing about this page is they will scroll through. Anyway, there should be the pictures really big here and they scroll through. No matter where you look through it, you've got details, photos, and run CMA everywhere. And so those things are here as well. You can also use these arrows to sort this. So if I wanted to sort by the biggest discount first, I just choose that down arrow. And so it goes here. The biggest one is 57.46, and it goes down from there. And so you can quickly go through these to find a property that you want to make an that you want to make an offer on. Okay, Roy says it was working fine. So maybe it's my internet today. Thank you for that information. So when you find one that looks interesting, then you can go, oh, you can also change the search from here at any time as well. Now, one thing to note, if you do, 
Well, actually, we're not there yet. So when I find one that looks interesting, and I didn't want that one, there's a little bit more higher one. This one's comping at 250. And again, my internet is not loading the photos. I apologize for that. Let's see what the details of this one say. Seller is ready to move, handyman special. Okay, those are the kind we're looking for. Try the photos one more time. Oh, there we go. And I said, there you go, that'll sell a house, right? A tree and a flower. Okay, here's some of the inside. My screen's so big, there we go. We'll paint maybe, <laughs> cover that blue. Here's a you know, little work, extra work around the doors. That's kind of a sign, you know, about general. There might be a little sheetrock repair needed as well. This looks nice. This looks like an updated, got an updated faucet here. And uh, that picture looks nice. So maybe you can get by with painting the cabinets under it. That floor doesn't even look bad either. Obviously you can never tell for sure from the pictures, but gives you some ideas. So some sheetrock work and some paint, but Probably some flooring as well. Maybe foundation issue could be something to look out for in this property as well. So I'm gonna go ahead and look into this one a little bit more. Now notice here the rental index says zero. That's because no comps came up for rentals within the parameters for the distance. So this is our distance algorithm. So I'm going to go ahead and just go run CMA here. We have three different algorithms. It defaults, as I said, to the distance. So they're all only looking at all the sold properties that are within 20% of the square footage and 20% of the year build. So if your, um, if your house is really old, you might increase that, the year build range. For example, or if it's a small house in a neighborhood of bigger houses, you can increase or decrease it to get more comps. Uh, the distance algorithm goes out a half a mile and is going to choose comps that are closer and more recent. The subdivision algorithm goes out a full mile and is going to put priority on choosing comps in the same subdivision. So. Since this one was distance, I already know it said 250, going out a half a mile, and there weren't any rental properties, so I'm gonna choose subdivision because it's gonna go out a mile. I could also go to custom and set the parameters myself to whatever I want them to be. So this was built in 65, so 10 for the year build range is probably pretty good. 2,500 square feet, it's a larger home. Again, here's the, if you only want to go out a quarter mile, you can change these, you can slide, you can slide them around, or you can type it in 
You can go out up to five miles if you want to, if you're in a country area. For example, you might want to do that, or if you're just not finding enough columns close by, you can go here and expand the distance range. Recency, six months, or again, you can type in up to five years, but you have to calculate the days. <laughs> you have to do the math. All right, so I'm going to go back to subdivision and see what it gives me. So I'm just going to go here to run CMA. Now the price, 250, that's really close to what it was. It only found one comp. So I'm going to go up here to edit CMA criteria. And I'm going to set the distance because it looks like this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to set it to two years or two miles. Whoops. And then I click it and send it back. Set it to two miles and see what happens. And that gave me none because it took the recency down. I'm going to go back to a year and set this within three miles because I guess I'm not in the boonies. Now it's just finding that one comp. So this is kind of a tough one. <laughs> You have to you have to really know the area if you're going to go for a house with no comps. So I'm going to look for something different. So what I'm going to do is go back up here. Now, never, ever use this back button because it will take you back to the analytics page at the start. So always use this right here and follow the breadcrumb back. So from the CMA custom, I'm going to go back to fast CMA. So that just took me back one to where my deals are here. And I can look for another one. So I'm gonna zoom out and look a little closer to Dallas. So I can just, this number means there's, that I'm gonna get three if I click there. So let's see what 18 looks like. Now let's go for this one. I'm going to go back to subdivision. All right, so it's coming up at 323 now. And so at any time I can go back up here at details and see that MLS stuff again. Roof is less than 10 years old, sold as is. Not too much information, but you know you're not going to have to fix the roof probably, so that's kind of good. Here's the subdivision. So down here are all the sold properties within a mile, within the 20% of the square footage in the year, 10 years of the year build. So these ones that are blue are the ones that the computer chose as the best comps, and those are the ones being used to figure this price. So I can change that at any time. And so let's say I wanted to add this one in, I would just check the box here. And that changed the sold price to 318. So what it does is it takes these properties, it takes this, the average price per square foot of the ones that are blue, that are selected, and applies that to the square footage of our property. So one of the things you have to think about is if your house is a lot smaller, 
than the others, it'll likely bring a slightly higher price per square foot. And if your house is larger than the others, it's going to bring a slightly less lower price per square foot. So this one's actually bigger, so it's probably going to bring a slightly smaller price per square foot than these columns. So um, I can evaluate the comps and choose the ones that I want. So I would probably not choose this one because it was 284 days ago. And I'd probably not choose this one because it's 221 days ago. The reason it came up was because we used the subdivision algorithm and it's in the same subdivision. And we've got three, so I'm good not using that one. So notice they range in the price per square foot here between 85 and 122 a square foot. And these are all in the same subdivision. So that's quite a range. These are all about the same size. Four, three, four, two and a half, four, three, same bed and bath. Anything with a plus sign here is going to give you more information if you click on it. So I can go here to lot size and it gives the exact size they're all a little bit over a third of an acre and then the other nice thing is here the mls number when i click there it gives me the information from the mls so the uh, realtors comments and showing instructions not these are already sold so that doesn't matter but there you go so let's see, this one is that's lower than the others. I want to see if maybe it hasn't been fixed up. This was the $85 a square foot one. It sold just 24 days ago. So I want to know if it hasn't been fixed up or if the neighborhood, you know, is going down or something like that. So stop that. There we go. Um, home, is in, home is in need of cosmetic repair and updates and priced accordingly. So that is not one we want to use in our ARV because we want this to reflect what's it going to be worth after I fix it up. So I'm going to take that one out. That only leaves me with two, which is not ideal. And this one was 271 days ago. But this one was only, uh, this one sold 60 days ago after 94 days on the market. So that's a good thing to know as well. So this one took them two months to sell at this price. And it actually, they listed it at 348 and it sold at 318. This one listed at 269, sold at 255 after 63 days on the market. Again, so that's one thing to really look through. These are the other comps that are in a different subdivision. If you know the area, you can know is Ridgewood Park uh, really close to Del Castle Estates, or is it a different? Is it different? So if this is close, it sold uh, 152 days ago, less than six months after 33 days on the market. It sold for 280. This one listed 319, sold for 260. So that tells me that I'm probably not going to get 366,000 for this even though it is bigger, so you might want to look for a bigger, are any of these bigger? This one was 3,000 square feet, 
but had not been fixed up judging by the price per square foot. Completely gutted and restored with 18 inches of blown in insulation, a 30 year roof. So that one had been fixed up and that's bigger. It sold for only $84 a square foot. So this neighborhood's a little, a little tricky and a little scary, maybe as an investor. You know that probably that one did go for it sold for 258 after listing it at 319. So I'd be careful with this neighborhood. But another nice thing is you can go here and see the other properties that are currently on the market. And if you average those price per square foot, that's where this 327 comes from. So again, I'd want to kind of look through them and do the same thing. If they have not been fixed up, take them out. If they've been sitting on the market a long time, that's something you need to know, right? So you, this is going for 135 a square foot, but it's been on the market for almost a year. Oh, sorry. They, yeah, they put it on 295. They looks like they um, they probably dropped the price or something. So you kind of want to know that about the active listings in the neighborhood. You can also check them out here on the map. So if I click on the map, then I can go here and drag the little Google guy. And we can check out the neighborhood here. We can drive down the street. Check out both sides. See this little yellow star right here? That means that's our subject property that I got to. If it's one of the comps, it's gonna have a little thing on it too that you'll see, which was down the street away. So I don't know if you can get there. Oh, I ended up in an alley. Here we go. Here's a little thing showing that this is comp number one. Not that I'm in the right place to see the front of it, but that's what it'll look like. So you can play around with that and this will take it back. And so based on this map, you might wanna take something out of consideration. So maybe backs up to a golf course and yours doesn't. So yours would be worth less. If it's across a busy street, you can check on it and just say unselect comp and then it won't use it. So you can do that on any of these screens, right? So we have the sold, the active, the leased, and the non-active. So you can go here to look at the rental comps if there were any. So this tells you there's not a lot of rentals in that neighborhood. So I'd be wary about buying a house for a rental there. Non-active brings up uh, terminated and expired listings. That's another source of off-market leads. So people that look for that, you can, um, the, the MLS doesn't actually allow us to give you that information. Here's all the non-active ones in this neighborhood, but you can get them a roundabout way with your CMA criteria. So if I take this square footage range and I just max it out, then I'm gonna get all of the listings that have expired or terminated within the last year, which is probably a really big number, which is probably why it's moving so slow. So I'm gonna shut it down before it does that. 
Um, but anyway, that's another source of deals, these non-active and terminated, because they're people that wanted to sell. For some reason it didn't, maybe they'll be motivated to sell again. All right, so I can find the bread, follow the breadcrumb back. Oh, I didn't do the pictures, did I? Boy, my computer is having issues. Um, come on, let me move. Oh, sorry, I'm having a bad internet day, it looks like. I'm supposed to have fiber too. But despite all the hype, I don't think it really does much. Let's start back from here and see if it does okay. Um, so, fast CMA. Maybe if this will work for me. Lyanne, what is your address? I'd like to try it and see if it shows up now. The house that you just listed. Um, yeah, it's still listed. It's it's closing on Tuesday, but the address is fifteen thirteen Tanglewood. That's in on top Azel. Azel, Texas. Um, where is Azel, Texas? It's northwest of Fort Worth. It's possible, is it in, is it part of Netris? Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna do a quick. Half, half of Azel is in Tarrant County, half is in Parker County. So it's, it's real close to Fort Worth. What's the other county? You said Tarrant and what was the other one? Parker. Parker County. Um, is part, it's possible that Parker County may not be part of our MLS. But I, I got all the other houses that were for sale in the subdivision. Hmm. Okay, let's, um, let's submit a ticket. Okay. And, uh, tell them that so that they can look into what's going on there because that if the other ones in the same subdivision are showing up then this one should yeah and i i looked several times because i was just i was watching another house that was going to be a a sold comp for me for the appraisal and the whole time it was for sale mine never showed up so i don't you know maybe it was a problem with the way it was listed i don't know here, here's another thing that I found. Sometimes abbreviations can change it. So instead of putting out drive, I just put DR. Okay. That's, nope, that's not it. That wasn't it either. Because if it was on the MLS, it would tell you here, it should say right. and the date. Right. 
or if it was picking up that it's not. So, yeah, so let's see. So I'm going to take a screenshot of this. And I'm going to go here, create a ticket. And I'm going to put your information. Okay. They contact you and let you know what's going on with it. So when you have an issue, you can either do this or if it's easier. Whoops, that's my wrong email. <laughs> here we go. You can just go to email and send an email to customer service at realestateiq.co. Okay. So missing property on missing property listed on MLS. Are you the listing agent or are you just selling it as an investor? I'm just I'm just selling it. I have it listed with an agent. Okay. Ryan, oops, I am Lewis is not showing up as a listing. Okay, so that and that is the FW area. Okay, they will look into that and uh, get back to you and let you know if there's some reason in the something in the way it was listed that they can figure out or what, because it does look like it had been updated. So, but you can still comp a property that has not been listed. Right. Oh, you know what? Wait, I'm in Houston. Somehow I went back to Houston. <laughs> That explains. That's that explains uh, why it's not coming up right now. Let me let's try that again with the dr. Instead of drive and see if it was fifteen thirteen. Tanglewood. Okay, so let's try this one. There we go. There it is. So I wonder if you you were using no, the but, but if you look at that, it's showing up as as sold from 2013. Oh, okay. Yep. It's yep. not showing the current listing. Yep, you're right. Okay, good. So yeah, so now if I go to it now, it's going to show the information from that last listing in 2013. Because for some reason that's what our system is pulling up. So let me reset it. Nope, it's still pulling up the same one. And there's no north or east or anything in the, with the street? No. Okay. Yeah, we'll have our uh, engineering team check into that and figure awesome. out what's going on. Thank you. 
So yeah, thank you for letting me know so we can let them know and get it fixed if it's an issue. Do you happen to have the MLS number? I don't write off, but I could get it and email it to you. Okay, that might be helpful as well. Let me, let me see if I can look it up. Okay, while she's doing that, so any questions about FASTCMA? Because once you get there, it's the same. You're going to see the same things that you saw before. So I'm back in Houston, and I just want to pull up a property real quick. Hey, Becky, what was the, where was that property located? Is it DFW or Houston? DFW. What's the address? I can look it up. I have MLS access. It's 1513 Tanglewood Drive in Axel. Is it currently listed? That's it's yes, that's what that's what a realtor's telling her. <laughs> yeah, it's currently listed. It's pending. It's supposed to close on Tuesday, so it's still listed. Okay. And the city is what's how do you spell the city name? It's Azel, A Z L E. Okay. Yeah, I see one property. Let me take a look. Yeah, fifteen thirteen Tanglewood, Azel, pending. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's uh, listed for one ninety five. Two days right. on the market, went under contract. Yes. Nice. Did you rehab it? I did. It was. And it was, it was one I was originally going to hold as a rental and bought it actually Christmas Day of 2019. And in, over that time, all the comps went up and it made more sense to flip it. So I did. Awesome. Nice. It looks nice. Nice, nice rehab. Thank you. And sold, sold fast during COVID? Yeah, it's very <laughs> that, that's that under two hundred price point does well right yep. now. Yep, it's kind of it. I, the one thing I that I didn't show y'all on the CMA that I want to make sure that you see is once you're on this page, you can go to photo, and you can either hover over the pictures to see them quickly, or you can click and see them in the photoshopped HD. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the agent posted there. This one in white. That's different. A little bit of gray, it but... It could be a virtual staging, if you look at that. Yeah, yeah, because look, there it looks empty. <clears throat> Usually, though, you see, yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, you can do that, and you can check and uncheck the boxes here. So if it was a comp and I didn't want to use it, I could uncheck the box, or I could check the box to add it in based on the pictures. 
I just wanted to make sure and show that. Okay, let's go back to County Data Finder. So this is where you can pull a list of properties to market to. If you're looking for uh, something in particular. So I can go to search by address and I can type it in. You gotta make sure you're in the right county. Um, and then you can type in an address and you can see the all the tax information about it and who owns it. So it's the same information you'd get if you went to your local CAD, but just kind of saves you a click or two. But multiple searches is what you would use. So you can choose as many or as few of these categories as you want. So depending on how much you want to limit your search. So uh, one person told me they were looking for Spanish speaking homeowners. So they typed in names like Garcia, Lopez, whatever in the owner's name here. So you can really be creative here. Owner state, if I want to search for properties owned by somebody in California, I can choose a state. Or if I know somebody owns property and I wanna see a list of all the properties they own, I can use their name. Um, uh, you can also use this to search for out of state owners or just any non-owner occupied. So year of ownership, if I wanted to make sure they had equity, so say I wanna make sure they've owned it for at least 10 years. So I would could leave this one blank. So it doesn't matter when they bought it, but they had to have bought it before 2010. Then I can make sure they have equity. Um, some places allow this over 65, some counties don't. Harris County, for example, doesn't. Um, it looks like Colin doesn't either. This you can use uh, if it's owned by an LLC or a trust, it's likely an investor. You can also check none of these and then you're going to get the people that are not owning it in an LLC. So maybe, you know, just kind of a somebody who happens to own an extra house. And, you know, so maybe they'd be more willing to sell it to you, whatever you wanted. You could limit this or you could not check anything and not limit it. So that's what you can do with all of this, limited as much or as little as you want. So you could use this if you're looking for um, small multifamily units, for example. I could say, I wanna see all multifamily units with a value less than, I don't know, 400,000. And then I'd only get, you know, duplexes or, or smaller ones. So I can, limited however I want to that way. You could do just single family, mobile homes, vacant lots, commercial properties. You can limit your search by city, zip code, or even subdivision. So for the, I don't know, let's go McKinney. If I'm looking for land, I can narrow it by the size or value of the land. Home features. If I was looking for single family, I could narrow it by number of bedrooms and baths or square footage. So you can type in a minimum or a maximum or both. So again, you can leave as many of these blank as you want and use just the ones you want. 
So just with what I've got, I'm going to see what I get. I'm curious here. So then I'm just going to go to search. And it didn't pull up anything. So I'm going to change it. I'm going to add single family. Uh, I don't, I don't know the area. I'll just, this might be too, but I'm just batting a thousand today. Let's change it to non-owner occupied. That has to give me something. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to check into this as well now. It's not Friday the 13th, is it? No, it's the 26th. 13 times two, I don't know. Um, I've not had this issue before. I would assume I would find those things in McKinney. Yes, I don't. I said I'm not really familiar with the area. Let's add, let's add those and see. See what happens here. So yes, you can download these results. So you can see right here, I have 1,626 credits. You should get 2,000 credits a month if you subscribe to a metro area plan. If you have a single county plan, it's less. If you subscribe to all of Texas, it's 10,000 credits a month. So that should automatically replenish every month. And you can look at as many search results as you want. You only need the credits to download. Okay, so this says the list contains 4,983 properties. I don't have enough credits, so I would want to go back and narrow my search because who wants to look at that many results? Anyway, um, buy more credits. If you're close, just email customer service and they'll give it to you. So if you need, you know, if it comes up, you've got 2,200 results and you want to download them all, just email customer service and that will help you out with that. And if you want a lot more, then they'll talk to you about upgrading your plan probably. Um, but so here you can look at, here's the property information, here's the owner's information, assessed value, you can... Um, sort your results. Again, these little arrows will let you sort them. So I can go through here and say, I want this one, this one, this one, and this one only. Or you could, um, yeah, so you can just choose and say, I only want to download those. Then I can download five properties and that's within my credits. So, um, you can do it that way. And once you, once you download it, it'll put it into a spreadsheet so you could open it as a CSV file or with Excel so that you could do a mail merge, filter, sort, whatever you wanted to do. So yeah, so that would, so to answer your question, yes, you probably could use this in place of list source and not have to pay extra since you're getting it anyway. All right, so that's County Data Finder. Any questions about that? 
Okay, and then our tools and services. Um, we've got a deal analyzer and a repair estimator calculator. So just to show you how the repair estimator calculator works. I'm going to go here. There's a video to show you as well. You have to click down here and it's going to open it up in Excel. My computer is slow today. I don't know what the deal is. There it goes. Probably time for a restart. <laughs> because this doesn't usually take this long either. All right, here we go. First thing to do right here, enable editing. I always forget that. All right, so this is based on the square footage of a property. And the idea of this is so that you can get a really quick ballpark figure that you can, um, so that you can make your offers and not have to spend a lot of time. So does it need it? Let's, so let's say it's got a 1500 square foot house. And the way it works is to fill in this column and it's basically zero is no, one is yes. So does it need a new roof? If yes, you change it to a one. Does it need foundation work? If yes, you change it to one. If by chance somehow you already got an estimate and it just needs a little work and it's gonna be 3000, you can change it here and it'll automatically change that. So you can go through, does it need electric, plumbing, HVAC, and some of these, the little red thing means there's gonna be a note for it. So when you hover on that, it says plus an extra $500 per pitch. So if it's a really steep roof, you're going to need to add a little bit more. Um, so paint, does it need paint? Always. Flooring, let's say yes, but let's say I've got somebody who'll do it for me for 250 a square foot. I can do that. Or only half the house needs flooring. So I'm just gonna change this to 1.5 instead of the three that it was. So you can manipulate it that way. You wanna do hardwood floors, are you gonna paint the exterior? And then here's a bunch of common things. Um, electric outlets, are you gonna to have to put new ones in? In Houston here where we have flooding, if the house flooded above that 18 inch mark where they put the outlets, you're gonna to have to replace them. So you can add those things or not. Just gonna need fence, saying $20 a square foot at price of 20 lineal feet right here. So if I say I'm gonna need a fence, but I'm gonna need 30 feet, I can put that in and change that to a one and it's going to add it in. So I can go through all these windows, doors, bathroom remodel, let's put a new bathroom in. Uh, right now it said for this size of a square foot, it defaulted to two bathrooms. If I'm only rehabbing one, I can change it to one. So once you, you, and it also has room down here to add extra things. 
if there's something you want to add that's not included on the list. So once you're ready down here, there's your total. Automatically puts in a grace budget of 10%. Again, you can change that. And we've got a $19,000 rehab. So there's a quick estimate you can use to make your offer. So if you're looking on the MLS, um, you don't have time to go see every property. You just make a guess, you make your offer. If the offer gets accepted, then you get in with your contractor and you can always go back and change your offer if you find extra things. But this helps you give a quick ballpark estimate of that. So we also have a deal analyzer calculator that kind of works the same way. And here's just a link to our on-demand skip tracing page, which you can also access straight from our realestateiq.co website as well. So on-demand skip tracing deal analyzer calculator. So to show you quickly how this works, have to download it in Excel again. And of course, there's a video again to help you go through it as well. Um, but basically, it's going to give you an Excel file. And you're going to maybe take two. There we go. Now it's opening up. OK. So basically, you're going to go first to this worksheet page, and you're going to change the numbers here. And then you can go to these other tabs for a quick offer, if you're going to do a cash flip, a cash rental, refi, long-term finance rental, whatever. So you can adjust anything here in the green boxes. So the yellow boxes will total automatically based on what you put here. So it automatically, it's doing an 80%. If you want to make your 70% rule of thumb after you enable editing, well, now I always forget that. There we go. I can make this a 70. Estimate repairs. You can add a wholesale fee. There's your purchase price. Um, rehab costs. Holding costs, it automatically gives you an estimate of those. Then you can change them to adjust to whatever it is that you know is different. And so once you change it, you go here. Here's my quick offer. 50,000 based on the 70% rule, which would be 83% of the listed price at 60,000. And then it'll give you the numbers here for a tax flip based on what you put in on the worksheet. Questions on that, either of the calculators? Guys are quiet group today. All right, at this point, Joe, would you like to give us a quick demo of the ROI Muse calculators? 
and you can get to, we have basic information of these on our regular website. So those of you who came late, um, you can make sure you join our community groups. But under resource, under tools here is ROI Muse. Hey Becky, yeah, sorry, I had to unmute myself. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. I can share my screen and give a yeah. quick demo. Thanks for the, allowing me to do this. Yeah, oh, thanks for being here. Oh, and now I need to figure out how to share my screen. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All right, can you see my screen? Yes, sir. All right, so uh, like Becky said, ROI Muse and REIQ are partners. Uh, so REIQ, uh, what we showed you so far, specializes in getting you the data, right? So you need, you need to find the deal first. Now, once you find the deal, then the next step is to analyze the deal to make sure that it's a good deal, right? So that's where ROI Muse tools can help. Uh, so I'll give you a quick demo of what we have. If you come to our site, it's ROI Muse, no hyphen, uh, our website. Uh, but we pronounce it ROI-Muse, so ROI-Muse. Uh, you can also watch a quick demo here. Uh, here are the tools we have. We have commercial data analysis. So if any of you are thinking about getting into multifamily or commercial investments, uh, great, great tools to uh, get to know. And also we do a lot of training and education seminars, just like the one here uh, for commercial. And then we also have the residential fix and flip, residential rental property, BRRR, and we also have a, a rehab estimator as well. So I'll show you quickly where things are. Uh, once you log in, uh, let me go ahead and log in here. All right, so here's all our calculators. We have some free calculators here as well. So if you don't want to sign up yet, you can start a trial for 15 days and try the products out. And uh, you can also continue to use the free calculators forever, right? So, um, so if you're not ready to sign up, use the tools, no big deal. Uh, I'll show you uh, the residential since Becky just showed you how to analyze residential. I'll show you how, uh, how it's done in an ROI Muse. So let me go ahead and click on residential data analysis. And what we do is click on start new analysis. And then from here, you have to pick a strategy, right? Uh, are you going to do a brr strategy with cash or hard money? Or uh, most of us investors are probably going to use one of these uh, because either it doesn't matter if it's hard money, it could be private money, any kind of a short-term financing. Uh, that's kind of typically what's done. So let's try this one. So I'll, I'll pick the first strategy here and we'll give it a name. We'll just call it sample for now. And let's say this is about 2000 square feet. And we'll make this one a hundred, you know, I think, uh, I don't know how much you bought the property for Raymond, but we'll put it 195,000 sale price. ARV, let's say we bought it for $130,000 and we put in $30,000 in rehab. So, and let's say this property would rent for about maybe $1,800 a month. All right, so that's all you need to do to analyze the property, just those four inputs on the top. And then you can scroll down and look at the results. So you can see now this property, 195, 130 purchase price, total cost is 160. Your total cash out of pocket you need is $27,000. Your equity capture, this is how much profit you're making on day one. And this is a rental scenario, by the way. And your annual cash flow is about seven, almost $7,500. So basically, you know, 600 plus a month. 
on this deal. Uh, really good deal for uh, cash on cash return looks really good. Uh, return on equity, that's that 21,000, right? And the, the cash on cash return is that. And you yield on the property based on a 15 year hold. You can, you can let's say we change this to a three year hold. Uh, because then the yield went up to 54%. So the goal is to try to maximize your yield because that's how you grow your money faster, right? The higher yield you can get, you know, then, uh, you know, your money also grows exponentially faster. So that's, then it gives you the breakdown of, you know, this is where your rents are going, uh, operating expenses, annual cash, you know, debt service is your mortgage payment and the cash flow, right? And then it also tells you, uh, when you sell the property after three years, in this case, uh, you had to pay down, pay off your mortgage at 139, and then sales cost of you know $12,000. That's commissions and title and everything, and also the, that's your profit, $60,000 profit when you sell it. Uh, and the operating expenses, property taxes, property insurance. Then it also gives you the details of how all the numbers were calculated. So how much money you need to bring to purchase the property how much money you need to spend holding the property in between the purchase and refinance, right? This strategy includes a purchase and a refinance. Now, how much money you need to bring to the table to refinance the property, and also then well, how much how much is left for the permanent loan. Then it gives you a breakdown of the cash flow, right? And we use a framework that is a commercial framework. So we want we wanted to design it this way so that uh, everybody gets familiar with how to analyze commercial properties as well, right? So we start with potential rental income, vacancy, operating expenses, net operating income, and uh, you know this is a great. This is a, this is exactly how all commercial properties are analyzed, and this is your cash flow. Monthly cash flow is six twenty five, and annual cash flow is seventy four ninety nine. Then we also give you a cash flow table, right? So you can see how your cash flow is growing and how your equity is growing as well, right, uh, against that. So you can know if I, if I go back here and change this to, let's say, 15-year hold period, then you can see on the bottom here that, that changed to 15-year cash flow table also. Now, uh, we have some features here. Uh, if you, and this is, uh, I'm teaching a class tomorrow with the Real Estate IQ. So if you go to the Real Estate IQ events page, uh, there should be uh, a class that's coming up tomorrow at noon. Uh, we're going to get into uh, how you set your investment criteria and uh, how to use your investment criteria to calculate maximum offers and things like that. So in this case, let's say, you know, my maximum minimum is, or my, you know, what I need, my criteria is a 20% cash on cash return. I can put 20% here and click on recalculate and that will tell you maximum offer I should make. The maximum offer I should make is 140, uh, $140,000 on this deal. Uh, and I, if I scroll down, I can see I can get that exactly 20% cash on cash return. Now, if my strategy is that I need to get a, you know, a, you know, 75%, uh, let's say 70% profit on day one or equity capture, then I can put in my criteria 75%. And I'll explain tomorrow how you come, how you go about deciding what your criteria should be, right? So, and then if you click on that, then the maximum offer you should pay is 131, right? Because if you put 131, you're going to get exactly that 70% return on equity on day one. Now, if you're a wholesaler, then you kind of, you should have, you should really understand how much your investor is willing to pay. So let's say your investor says that I'll do this deal on a 70% equity capture, then you will calculate, you put in 70 here and calculate the price 131, but you can also put in as a wholesaler what your profit is. So in this case, I have already have $10,000 profit. So if I'm, a, if I'm wholesaling this deal, my maximum offer is 121. 
right? You know, because I know I can get my $10,000 wholesale fee and my investor will get their 70%. Now, if I'm an investor, then my maximum offer is 131. So that's how easy it is to calculate once you get to know the features. Now, the reason you don't have to input any of this data is all this data is already there for you, right? You just have to modify it and, and make it your own, right? So for example, we have a 75% loan to value for the hard money loan, 10% interest rate. Let's say yours is 70% loan to value and it's a 12% interest rate. So these are my rates, right? So you'd set that and click on this checkbox that says save as default. So the next time uh, you do a deal, it is already going to default to the 70% you know, loan to value and the 12% interest rate. So that's how you do it's one time setup. Then one after you set it up, and obviously you're going to change it based on when, when, when you're lending and things like that change, right? Then, but it makes it so much easier to do the calculations because you only have to in, input the ARV purchase price and the rehab estimate. Uh, now let's take a look at, let me save this deal. And then what we'll do is we'll take a look at a, what happens, you know, we're looking at a, a BRRR or BRRR, uh, using hard money uh, to hold this property. Now, so we looked at the returns, right? 51% equity capture, 21% cash on cash. Now, what if I bought this property with cash? I can change the strategy. That's all I need to do. Well, look at that. The, the, your return went up to almost 500%, right? And you're, uh, because you're buying with cash, you don't have any of those financing costs. And you're only going to be putting $6,000 in the deal. Uh, but the, the downside is you have to hold this property for six months, right? You know, typically it takes some more time. A hard money loan, you may be able to refinance out in three months. Uh, but if it's a, uh, if it's, if you're buying with cash, then you may have to wait for six months seasoning, right? So I already put in six months seasoning in here, but if I have the cash, you know, then, you know, obviously I need a lot of money. I need $161,000 for the entire project. Uh, I can probably do this and get a much higher return. Uh, on the other hand, let me flip it back to where we were before. You can see my my cash I need is only thirty-eight thousand for this deal, right? So obviously, if I have forty thousand dollars, I can do this deal. But if I want to buy with cash, I need one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Now let's see what happens if we want to try if we, if you can flip this deal. Like I think I forgot the name, but the lady said before that hey, we went in assuming that this was going to be a, you know, a hold, but along the way, the comms were looking promising, so we decided to flip it, right? So if we wanted to do that, you can just do this to say, hey, flip with all cash or flip with hard money. Let's try flip with hard money. So this is, you know, there's no profit here. If I were to buy this property for 131,000, it's only $2,000 profit. I'm not going to do this deal, like no way, right? So because something could go wrong and I'll lose money. But, but you can also calculate the maximum offer based on that. Let's say our, max, our minimum criteria is I need to make at least a $20,000 profit. I can type in $20,000 and click on recalculate. And I'll tell you the maximum offer you should make is $113,000, assuming that you need a $30,000 rehab. Now you can get that $20,000 profit, but that also includes the typical, all the typical costs involved in a flip, right? A lot of the time people make mistake because they forget to, add some of these costs. So you can see, uh, so there is the interest payments are there, the operating expenses are there, right? Because you, it's going to be also put in that we're going to take six months to flip this. And six months to flip meaning buying, rehabbing, putting it on the market, getting it on the contract, and also actually closing the pro, you know, closing and funding, right? So it might take four to six months, typically. Uh, in this case, we are going conservative and saying that it's going to take us six months. 
So you're carrying costs, your operating costs, your utilities, your loan payoff, your sales costs, everything is already factored in. And you know, because you already set the defaults of how much each of that's going to cost you, right? So you can easily check between those things. So in this case, we are looking at a $20,000 profit if you were to buy it with, um, buy it with cash. And you only need $15,000 out of pocket to do this deal, right? Because hard money lender is going to give you the rest. Um, and then we can also look at if you want to flip with cash. Well, let's see, that's a $31,000 profit if you're able to do with cash. So, so those are the, some of the strategies. And if you want to do a straightforward rental, something you found on MLS, then you will use the strategy number three, which is the rental financing. So that is, uh, that's how this uh, tool works. So it's easy to try test six different strategies and see what's the best uh, outcome for you. And I want to also quickly show you what the rehab estimator looks like. So we are calling it construction estimator because the same tool can be also used for ground up construction or commercial construction as well. So let's say we want to do a new estimate. Let's say we walk in a property. Uh, I'll keep it, you know, I'll keep it the same name sample. And let me go ahead and save it here. And next, what I'll do is I'll click on import my defaults. And you can set your own defaults. So the system is going to go give you some defaults, but you can change the defaults to add more lines, delete lines, and make it your own customized. So let me click on import my defaults. And let's say, so that imports all my defaults here. Let's say we want a roof and we need 10 squares. So I'll put in 10 here. So that's done. And let's say for HVAC, we need one HVAC unit here. I'll change that to one. And let's see, we need an electric stove. We'll change that to one. And let's say for the rental rehab, I already have $10 a square feet in there, right? So let's say this is 2,000 square feet. I'm going to do that. And let's say final clean, we need one. We have some demo and trash out service. So we'll put two for that at $600. And let's say we also need some labor. Uh, we'll maybe put in like 100 hours of labor, right? At, uh, at $20 an hour. So, they, you know, so that's it. So I'm done with my rehab estimate. See, you can see the summary here, $29,000, almost $30,000 rehab. And here is how the breakdown is. And let me click on hide rows. So now you can just look at the actual rehab, right? And then you can also print this to PDF. That feature is not here yet, but we are adding that right now where you can email it to somebody or, you know, print as a PDF uh, or whatever you need. So that's how easy it is to uh, create a rehab estimate. But obviously we don't recommend you do this on your own unless you're experienced, right? You know, you need to know how much things cost and how much you need. Uh, always, always work with good contractors initially. And once you're done a few of these and then you kind of know, you know, at least to do a preliminary estimate, what do you need? Um, so this is how, this is how you do a rehab estimate. And the way it works is really in this by default tab, right? Um, uh, let me go ahead and just save it, stay. Save it and uh, go to my defaults. And this is all your defaults. You can add as many lines as you want. So I can add like, you know, if I want premium carpet, you know, I want to have, like Becky mentioned that electrical outlets, $12, you know, I can put in that here, like electrical, uh, we'll call it electrical as the category. So that's just for summarization. And we call it outlets. Uh, outlets and let's say this one where the unit of measure is quantity and we put our unit price as $12. So next time you import it, that'll be there, right? So if you need 50 outlets or 20 outlets, you just type in 20 and it'll calculate the price for you. So that's the way it works.
And I'll show you a sample report if I have one saved here. Uh, sample. Okay, let's look at this one here. So this is what the report looks like when you, uh, after you analyze the property, if you want to send it to your partner or your lender, or if you're working with another investor, then you can easily send them a fully analyzed report, right? Uh, for, you, know, you can send this to a hard money lender for funding, or you can send it to your partner for private money, or if you want to do a joint venture. So on the top, you know, so we have the deal information, and you can also put in property overview and property highlights, and then you can put in all the images of the property, uh, here's your dashboard. So this is your summary page about you know how much the returns look like, right? So if you're making a $25,000 equity or profit in this deal, maybe you split it 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30, whatever makes sense, right? Whatever you can get funding for, right? And then we also have a flip option here. So this one is a $14,000 flip option, right? And so you can maybe tell your partner that hey, if you bring me the, you know, I need... I only need $7,000 for this deal. I mean, you're only going to be in for $7,000 in this in this deal. So we can split the profits, right? Uh, or whatever you want to agree with, right? So it makes it really easy to do that communication as well, right? And also if you're a wholesaler, you know, you will get more credibility, right? By if you can properly analyze the deal so that everybody can make decisions quicker. So hopefully you can do more deals as well. So. That's that's on the residential side. Then commercial, you know, we have lots of tools for multifamily, office, retail, industrial, ground-up development projects, and things like that as well, right? So, and then we also do, uh, just like REIQ, I, I also train with REIQ. Uh, we also have our own uh, training calendar. So if you go to ROI Muse and go to help, it'll take us to our support page. And if you go to our webinars, uh, we have, you know, so these are the upcoming webinars. Uh, so we have lease analysis training on, okay, this is actually a training session. And then we also have a class. This is for commercial, right? So uh, so next week is a mostly commercial training. Uh, so we will also put target audience so that we don't want to waste anybody's time, right? So this is more commercial real estate brokers. And then our on-demand webinar section, you can watch our previous webinars. So this one, how to increase your income working with investors. Uh, this is a residential. So it'll tell you residential real estate brokers, commercial multifamily investment 101, digital marketing for, and fix and flip. Okay, we did a class on how to fix and flip property. So that's also available here. So how to run the numbers on a fix and flip. So this is just you know a quick overview of what we do. But if you are free tomorrow at noon, uh, go to REIQ, uh, I'll go there and if you guys are here, go to the events and uh, you should probably find the event tomorrow right on the top. Um, yeah, there you go, the money series. So June 27th, which is, which is tomorrow, that's right. So tomorrow at noon, so you can come here and register for that class. So this class, we are going to talk about how to set your investment criteria, uh, you know, how money works, you know, you know how you you know go about creating your own criteria on what is the minimum profit you need, and we're going to talk about all that. And once you do that, then it becomes very easy for you to figure out if it's a deal or no deal, right? And then we're going to go into a little bit more details about how to do all that. But right, I think Becky, I'll pass it back to you. Thanks for allowing right. me to speak. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Roy or Lyanne, you have any questions? 
I did think of one thing when Joe was uh, doing that that I forgot to show you. And that's the report that you can do with Real Estate IQ, a comps report. So once you have, once you've gone through your comps, you've chosen the ones that you want to use, right up here is report and share. And so that's gonna pull this report, which is just like the emails you're gonna get from, um, from the MLS deal finder search that you set. It's only gonna show the properties that you have checked from your list on the page before. Um, and then you can also choose to uh, say, I don't wanna put the non-active in my report. You can just take it off. The retail report is not going to have the list price on it like the uh, investment report will. So that, and then right here, investment summary. You can use this to play with the numbers. So if you wanted to add your rehab and see what your all-in cost, say this is a 20,000 rehab, so I'm gonna make this up. So I'd be in it for 320,000. It does the numbers for you with the rental index and the discount percentage. So those two things I forgot that I thought of. All right, but so I think that's it. Uh, thank you for coming and for uh, being with Real Estate IQ. Lianne will get that property uh, figured out with that MLS issue and um, then we should be good. Thank you, Becky, it was very informative. Good, good. Hope it was, hope it was helpful for everyone and thank you for joining. Um, so. Yeah, thank you, Becky, this is great. All right. I hope you all have a great weekend coming up. Take care now. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.